Hey there, happy Sunday. Thank you so much for taking the time to join in today. I'm Isla, your host, and welcome back to Renew Your Soul. If this is the first time you're joining in, welcome to Renew Your Soul. I hope this is a space for you to authentically be yourself, engage in honest conversations, and ultimately a sacred space for you to feed your soul. And if you're joining back, thank you so much for being here. Today we're going to chat about the concept of mindfulness, why we seek it, and why we should be practicing it in our everyday lives. I'm sure you have heard this term a lot lately. It's been used quite a bit the past two years in the worldwide pandemic, as so many of us felt isolated, confused, or overwhelmed at some point, people around the world turned to mindfulness as a way to relieve stress and anxiety. Mindfulness brings us to the present moment, allowing us to fully embrace each of our experiences. Our minds are full of constant chatter and commentary, and mindfulness encourages us to move past the noise and achieve a new level of self-awareness. So what exactly is mindfulness? In the dictionary, mindfulness is described as the practice of maintaining a non-judgmental state of heightened or complete awareness of one's thoughts, emotions, or experiences on a moment-to-moment basis. Whereas Sharon Salzberg, New York Times bestselling author and teacher of Buddhist meditation practices in the West, describes it as, mindfulness isn't just about knowing that you're hearing something, seeing something, or even observing that you're having a particularly feeling. It's about doing so in a certain way, with balance and equanimity, and without judgment. Mindfulness is the practice of paying attention in a way that creates space for insight. So where did mindfulness come from? Mindfulness has been practiced for many years and actually originated from ancient Eastern and Buddhist philosophy, dating back around 2,500 years. The concept of mindfulness was introduced to the Western world by John Kabat-Zinn, and it was actually in the year 1979 when he founded the Mindfulness-Based Stress Reduction Clinic at the University of Massachusetts Medical Center, according to Positive Psychology. Why do we seek mindfulness? I think we seek mindfulness for peace. In a fast-paced world with constant stimulation, the quiet is a very rare moment in our lives now. Stillness is often a place that is not spoken about too much. The moment in which you turn anxiety into stillness are definitely moments to be proud of. For me, mindfulness is a way to access pure peace, a safe haven to go to when things become too much, a way to focus on the breath, release judgment, and a way to connect the mind to the body. Seeking mindfulness is an act of service to ourselves to reach higher levels of consciousness, alignment, and peace. Now that we've laid down the groundwork for what mindfulness is, how can you practice mindfulness? It's important to note that mindfulness can be practiced in many different ways in breathing techniques, journaling. Mindfulness can be practiced in nature. Mindfulness can also be accessed at any age. It doesn't matter what our background or current situation is. If we are wanting to be more present in our lives, mindfulness is ultimately here to support us in slowing down. Although it does require us to dedicate time, the end result can be the difference in feeling out of depth and feeling connected and mindful. If we are experiencing moments of anxiousness or stress, Mindfulness is a really great tool to access in the moment. I have been able to implement a few of these practices in my life, and I have so much more work to do, but I do have to say that mindfulness is one of the best tools I have at the moment 
And even when I don't feel like implementing it, it makes a world of a difference for me. We all have different preferences for what works for us and what doesn't, but let's talk about the few different ways in which you can implement mindfulness in your day. To start us off, breathing techniques might be one of my favorite tools in practicing mindfulness. By focusing on the breath and breathing into the present moment, we are able to slow down and truly feel the now. For example, when I'm in a hot yoga and I'm standing in the standing series, it's a lot more challenging for me than when I am sitting on the floor during the spinal series. And by the end of the standing series, I am jerping in sweat as most of the people in the class are. I'm ready for a break. And it's in that moment when the instructor actually tells us to take three deep breaths in and three deep breaths out. And whenever I do that in class, I feel so much more aligned and relaxed and so much more intensely aware what I'm even doing in that moment. What am I doing? I am there to practice yoga, to relieve stress, to relieve anxiety, to move my body, and to ultimately still my mind and connect my mind to my body. But sometimes you forget that when you're in class, you're exhausted, you're tired, you feel like you can't do it. Um, And in hot yoga, I release a lot of built up stress from the day or the week. And these small breathing exercises that are implemented within the class are a beautiful way to stay mindful in the act of exercising. If you are wanting to learn more about different breathing techniques, I would say check out mindful.org. It's a great resource for finding different mindful methods that you can start implementing in your days. And they have a really great six minute breathing exercise I found. Other great resources are Breathy and the Calm apps, along with so many others that you can find on the app store. If you're going about your day and you start feeling a moment of anxiousness or stress, I have been using the inhale love, exhale love method, which I don't know if it exists out there. I'm sure it does, but um, it's a mantra that I have been using. Inhale love, exhale love, inhale love, exhale love. And I just think about it when I am actually breathing in and out. I actually took inspiration from it from the breathing exercises that we do in hot yoga. But I do have to say that writing it down and then breathing inhale love, exhale love, like not saying it out loud, but just thinking about it while I'm doing it is a really great way for me to stay connected in that moment and let go of anything that needs to be let go of. This next one is mindful journaling. If you enjoy writing and release emotions through the act of writing, this is another great tool you can use. In the act of mindfulness journaling, you are observing the world around you and reflecting pen to paper. Mindfulness can strengthen our creativity, memories, and connection. One way to practice mindfulness journaling is to journal after you take a walk or journal by connecting to your senses. It's pretty simple. Questions that you can start asking yourself include, what will I do if I feel anxious, stressed, or worried today? What inspired me on my walk today? Did I feel connected to nature in a different way? What qualities am I grateful to embody? What did I learn or discover? What made me feel alive, excited, and fulfilled today? Which of my senses am I most grateful for in this moment? 
which of my senses inspired my creativity this week. Through the act of mindful journaling, we are able to observe ourselves, our environment, our senses, and our own mindfulness. You can definitely take a journal in nature and practice mindful journaling that way, or you can simply reflect when you get back and whenever you have a free moment in your day. But it is definitely about observing, the act of observing the things around us. And when we are able to reflect in our journal, we can also go back at any point to notice those different reflections. Maybe one day you noticed the beautiful birdhouse that came upon you on your walk and it inspired a poem. Or the next day you felt really tired and you weren't able to notice as much, but you still went out and you did your walk, you reflected in your journal, you were still in the act of observation. And in mindfulness, it is all about bringing ourselves to the present moment so that we are more aware of what we are doing, why we are doing it. Then in return, we are staying in connection with ourselves. This next one goes hand in hand with journaling if you choose to do mindful journaling in nature. Nature is a place for pure love, pure stillness, pure awareness, all leading up to the act of mindfulness. We can practice mindfulness in nature by taking 15 to 20 minutes and sitting outside, lying in the sun, and literally hearing the sounds, taking in the sights, and observing as much as we can. I like to do this on my break or on my lunch during the week as I do work from home and it helps to ease my mind, gets me outside, possibly also gets me outside moving and I sit in the sun for a bit. I practice self-awareness and mindfulness by removing technology and enjoying the present moment. Feeling the fresh air on my body, the sun on my face. That is the act of mindfulness in nature. The key is to remove distractions and simply embrace the present moment and our own presence in that environment. Versions of this can also be done by opening your window in your room, listening to the sounds of nature, and taking a moment to appreciate the plants in your home environment. This week, I invite you to take a walk in nature. And if this is something that you don't normally do, um, take some time to either sit outside in your backyard or your nearest park. Enjoy the sights and sounds and just take in as much as you can. And if you feel up for it, you can journal about your experience that day. I'm going to do the same. I spend a lot of time in nature because I love to go out on nature walks. I do sit outside in the sun a few times a week, possibly even a day if I'm needing it that day. And I haven't done mindful journaling in a minute I am in a writing course at the moment and I've been able to practice a lot of connection that way let's say I went out on a walk and then I reflect about it on it a few days later I can practice doing it in the moment so I can either take my journal outside and then do mindful journaling that way or I can reflect about it the same day so I'm going to do the same this week another way you can practice mindfulness is by meditating there are many different forms of meditation the one I practice is transcendental meditation and I am working on getting better at this actually in this moment in my life in this season 
I learned this specific practice in early 2021, and I'm so grateful. I took the time to learn the practice through tm.org. My experience was wonderful, and I actually still talk to my instructor, which is super cute. (laughs) To practice mindfulness meditation, we must create the time and space for pure stillness. That means finding a space where we are in little to no noise, finding a comfortable position to sit in, and taking the time to close our eyes, focus on our breath, and meditate. That is the hardest part for me is just starting. I think with so many things, the hardest part is doing it, is finding the time, carving out the time in your day to do it because we have the time if we make it. Once I'm there, I love the feeling of being still and not having to worry about anything. In that moment, the constant chatter is controlled, the notifications are turned off, the phone is put away, and attention on the breath is the pure focus. For me, the level of focus that comes when practicing mindfulness, and in this case, mindfulness meditation, is pretty indescribable. When I'm going about my day and I'm moving from app to app, from Instagram to TikTok, back to email, back to message, then to Facebook, then to YouTube, (laughs) because I do have to access social media and digital media for my full-time work, Sometimes, you know, it does bring that anxiousness, wanting to get lost into it. And integrating mindfulness is how we are able to stay level-headed. It is how we are able to have better focus and work on our attention span and also realize what is distracting information. I actually pulled a few stats from a NBC article. Scientists estimate that between 200 million to 500 million people meditate worldwide. And more than 14% of Americans have meditated at least once. A study out of UCLA found people who meditated for an average of 20 years had more gray volume, excuse me, gray matter volume throughout their brains. Gray matter helps you control movements, maintain memories, regulate emotions, and more. And to finish it off, a review from Johns Hopkins found mindfulness meditation helps reduce symptoms of depression, anxiety, and pain. Meditation is one of the most important things to set aside time for, and although it's one of the most challenging for me, I saw major differences in my mental health, in my anxiousness when I did practice meditation more often when I first learned it last year. And I do have to say that I wasn't consistent with it when I traveled at the end of last year. But meditation is one of those things that we should all be taking advantage and making the most out of it because it is a life-changing resource. Together, we can work on being less judgmental with ourselves and with others. We can increase our positive emotions and let go of the negative things in our life. We can focus on working on our anxiety and emotional reactivity, reducing our stress and feeling connection in the present moment. By being fully aware in each moment, we are able to hold more gratitude for the life we are blessed with. It's not to say that it's easy. 
It's not to say that it doesn't take time, but we have to be able to take advantage of these beautiful privileges we have access to. Mindfulness brings a connected mind, in return renewing our souls. It's up to us to break free from the bondages that are holding us back and truly feel awareness each day. The most beautiful thing for the most part, mindfulness is a free resource we can tap into by spending time in nature and focusing on our senses, reflecting on our emotions or our awareness in nature, going back to our breath when we need moments of pure stillness and carving out time for meditation, alignment with mindfulness takes place. I'd love to hear which of these practices you already implement in your life and or if they are something you might think about in the future. It's really easy to talk about these things and then not implement them in our days. A lot of these different uh, practices that I mentioned will be something that you are interested in and some of them might not be. Maybe you really love to meditate but you don't like spending too much time outside. That's okay. As long as we're giving our attention to connecting ourselves in mindfulness, we will reap the benefits. I'll leave you with this quote from Marianne Williamson. Imagine the week ahead unfolding in an ever-increasing flow of miracles. Allow the image to sink into your heart and then receive it with a big yes. Thank you so much for joining in today and being a part of the mindfulness conversation this week. Like I said, there are many different forms of mindfulness you can partake in. It's all about finding what works best for you. I am wishing you a beautiful Sunday. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, and or review this podcast. It lets me know and the platforms know that you would love to continue seeing more of Renew Your Soul. You can also follow along on Instagram at Solsticiones. I am sending you so much love. I hope beautiful things happen to you this week and we'll chat very soon. Bye.